Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Richard Eyre, and I'm standing here to welcome you all to the National Theatre because uh, I'm a sort of surrogate host for the National Theatre. It's now 17 years since uh, I did this for my living, introducing platforms uh, as director of the National Theatre. I'm thrilled uh, to be the surrogate host and host such an extraordinary evening. The evening is in aid of Amnesty International, and at the end of the, the readings, Kate Allen, who is the director of Amnesty International, will talk to us for a short time. Now, my role at this point is simply to introduce the father of this project, who is Anthony Holden. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming in such numbers. No doubt struggling through the tube strike, which gives you even more reason to drown the Littleton in tears this evening. Uh, it was some 20 odd years ago that I was very struck and very moved when two close friends of mine, both male, both literary, within a few days of each other, choked up while reading a poem. I thought, there's a book in this, there's an anthology in this. And then, of course, never got around to it, too much else to do. But it was a couple of years ago that my son, Ben, said, reminded me of the idea and said, Dad, let's do it together. So we have. So I want to say thanks to him. I want to say thanks to Amnesty International for being inspirational partners. And above all, say thanks to our contributors, both up here on the stage. There are many out there among you and many more scattered all over the world. Um, our mission, we thought, was really to introduce new readers to poetry and new poetry to connoisseurs. Uh, but we've developed yet another one while out publicizing the book, etc., which seems to have struck a national chord, which is to abolish the British stiff upper lip. And Ben will explain why. Thank you. Good evening. A few facts for you. We are the only species that cries. Darwin called it that special expression of man's. The tears we emit during moments of high emotion are different chemically to those shed when wind blasts in our faces. The bloodstream is drained of excess chemicals released during moments of stress. We have a good cry and feel better. And yet from around the age of 10 and despite the male tear duct being bigger than the female, <laughs> boys cry less. It seems a crying shame that my five-year-old son will well up less than his twin sister soon, probably for cultural as much as biological reasons. Tears arise when words are not enough. They express an inability to articulate what we're feeling. They are healthy. What else could be as pure and human as crying? Perhaps the only answer is that other special expression of ours, poetry. Finally, can I please ask that you save your applause for the end of the performances? Simon. <laughs> 